everyone. It's Teresa Judice, and I'm so excited to announce the Namaste Bitches are going on tour. What, what? Oh my gosh, Teresa and Melissa Feaster, that's me. We are bringing the party to Fillmore Silver Springs on Friday, November 11th. So get your tickets now at LiveNation.com. It's the Namaste Bitches live and in person in D.C. How dope is that? We can't wait to see you. Namaste Bitches live in D.C. Get your tickets now at LiveNation.com. Comcast Business, the network that powers more businesses than any other provider. Find out how to get a $500 prepaid card with a qualifying gig bundle. Call or go online today to learn more. Prepaid card offerings 11-13-2022. Restrictions apply. Call for details. Action Park Media. This episode of Wet Junes is brought to you by Manscaped. Splish, splash, so hard for me to say that with the size of my teeth. I was taking a bath. Our friends at Manscaped, the global leaders in below-the-waist hygiene, are turning men's shower dreams into their favorite routine with the all-new ultra-premium collection. This all-in-one hygiene skin and hair bundle is designed to upgrade every man's shower routine from head to toe. Your skin, your hair, and your ball sack deserve this. Save big by going to manscaped.com for 20% off and free shipping with the code WETJEANS. Let me walk you through this Manscaped shower routine. Pretend I'm in your shower while we're we're showering platonically. Step one, lather on the cologne-infused ultra-premium body wash and aloe vera and sea salt. This is so hard to say, all right? But it'll keep your skin feeling clean and moisturized all day long. Long. I'm not heard if you share this if you heard this correctly, but the body wash is cologne infused, so you're gonna smell like a guy who knows how to fix a car. Ladies, love it. Step two, hair care time. Two-in-one shampoo and conditioner that cleanses and nourishes all in one step. Non-greasy formula, so you're not gonna look like an asshole. Step three, once you hop out of the shower, protect yourself from body odor and apply the Manscaped aluminum-free deodorant. This deodorant dries clear and is also cologne-infused. Step four, you have tattoos? You have dry skin? Hit your skin with hydrating body wash moisturizing spray. They have everything you need from head to toe. Manscaped.com. Use code WETJEANS. 20% 20% off free shipping. You're going to look hot. This show is also brought to you by Kyle Covers Spreads. Follow Kyle on Instagram at Kyle Covers Spreads. KyleCovers.com. Use code WETJEANS for 30% off any betting package. Listen, March Madness, right around the corner. It's actually this week. I suck at college basketball betting. It's hard to do. You don't know whether these kids are going to come out to play. You don't know if they were partying all night. It's so unpredictable, so I am going to ride with Kyle all through March Madness. I think you should, too. It's one of his best times of the year. Use code WETJEANS at checkout, kylecovers.com, for 30% off. Let's make some money. Welcome in the Wet Jeans, everybody. Inflation has arrived. The official uh, inflation podcast. The official alpha male podcast, inflation podcast. Here's what you need to know about inflation. Here's how to make that dollar go a little bit further during the times of inflation. Inflation invented by Ian Inflation in in 1970. What was it? I was going to say 1972. I might have my I was going to say 1922. I thought, for some reason, I thought it was earlier than that. Maybe I messed up my sevens and twos. Yeah. Maybe that's what. You know what I was thinking? Why don't we just all not buy gas for two weeks? Don't go to work. Don't yeah. go anywhere. Then they have to lower it. It's supply and demand. It's supply and demand. Exactly. They're, they're going to keep raising the prices. Everybody keeps bitching about it. And people keep buying it. They're going to keep. Why doesn't everyone just stop? 
Yeah. I don't care. I, oh, I have to. I have to go to work. I have to do. No, you don't. Quit. Just Quit. don't go to work, you stupid pussy. Quit. These I, gas prices. Yeah. When I saw that the price of Air Force Ones went up yeah. from like one hundred twenty nine dollars to one forty nine, I said, "Hold up." I said, "That's where I'm drawing the line. I'm tired of this shit." Yeah. Wait just a darn tick. Everything goes up. It's crazy. But I don't understand why. Does everything go up just because of gas? Like, why does gas dictate everything? Like, now I was going to buy this Goyard backpack the other day, and now it's like over $5,000. And before that, it was like $4,400. Yeah, now I can't even buy it. Because they have to drive the Goyard bag to the stores from France. I just don't really understand. But I heard the Fed was going to hike up those interest rates. And I don't know what that means either. Yeah. I don't know what that has to do with, with gas. I don't understand anything. The ironic thing is oil prices are down. Huh. Uh, everybody's worried about the gas prices. I'm worried about the ass prices. Prices of uh, prostitution are, are just egregiously high right now. I tried to get a quickie over off 72nd Street the other day. And I, it, was, it was $200 for a blowy. Jesus. Yeah, I tried to go to Massage Envy the other day. They wouldn't even give me a happy ending. And I was like, why? And they just said inflation yeah but what does that have to do with me nutting well my balls are starting to inflate yeah and they need to be emptied that would have been a good if, line yeah not as clever as that <laughs> yeah i don't understand i don't even know what interest rates how would that even help i thought for the longest time interest was like which banks had hornier employees like which ones would are interested in you in you sexually like this bank has higher interest rates i thought like they're hotter it's like the hooters of banks or yeah. something i didn't even know that had anything to do with inflation I thought it was a Pinterest rate. So, like, who, how many employees are using Pinterest? Like, who has a Pinterest board? I don't get all this stuff, man. Profit margins, valuations. Compounding uh, interest. Supply and demand. I don't, I don't get it. Yeah. I, don't, I don't know when it's going to end. I saw inflation was 10% in February. And I don't even know what that means. But I said, are you kidding me? Are you kidding I me have right no now? idea what inflation is, if I'm going to be frank with you. Like, I get the, like, the prices of things go up. But, like you said, like, why? It's all about gas. And I don't know why. I bought eggs, turkey bacon, and stuff to make salad the other day. And the girl was like, $98. I said, what? Yeah, why is everything in Grabbed her by the throat. What'd you say to me, bitch? I'm fucking choking her. I said, would you say, you little whore? The security, the security guards got to come in. They had to break hey, us hey, up. Hey. Yeah, they had to break us up. Uh, speaking of whores, you know what I was thinking about the other day? Yeah. I'm really like close to getting a Peloton. And it's not because I'm going to use it. I just feel like if it's in my house, there's a chance. Like, there's a chance I would use it, and I feel like it's a good, kind of a low-key good decoration to have. A Peloton, it looks nice in a, in a it's room. It's kind of a flex. Yeah. And I was just thinking of this scenario. Like, let's say I was married, and my wife was using the, the Peloton, and she was only using, like, the same male instructor. I wonder if that would bother me. I want to be in a relationship where I get pissed off that my wife is using the same male instructor in Peloton. And I come home from work, I'm busting my goddamn chops all day, and I see she's on the Peloton, and she's using the same guy again. I go, oh, oh you fucking, you love it when Ryan tells you to, to raise the resistance, don't you? Yeah. You fucking whore. What? I don't know why I'm married to you. Yeah, well, what's, what's going on here? Because is that cheating? What if you watch, what if you watch, so you're, you went to Tuscaloosa for some uh, trade show, and you were supposed to come home Sunday night, but it ended early because there was, there was some thing that happened there. So you come home Saturday night. You walk into your house 
and so your wife doesn't know you're coming home Saturday night. You walk into your house, you put your coat in the coat rack, you put your hat in the hat rack, you say, honey, I'm home, a thing ended early. You walk into your, your bedroom, and your wife is laying in bed with the Peloton, and Ryan is giving her instructions. And the, the Peloton is in the bed? The Peloton is, is yeah, horizontal in the bed. I'm asking for full custody after that, yeah. 100%. I'd say, that's crossing the line. Yeah. I, I would even be at the point where if I, wa- if I came home, and my wife was on the Peloton, she was soaking wet. I go, why are you so wet? Yeah. Like, you- oh, this is what gets you wet? And she's like, babe, I'm just sweating. It's a 20-minute class. Like, It's the EDC class of the week. Yeah. And I go, you shouldn't be that wet. You should punch a hole in the wall. Yeah. You- I go, are you- is that Brendan again? Is that Brendan? And I punch the screen of the Peloton, crack it. That's the last time you'll be hearing from uh, Brian. There'll be nothing cooler than being jealous of a Peloton instructor that she can't even talk to. I bet there's guys that are like, yeah. you are, why are you only using Brian? And why are you naked when you're, using his, when you're riding on his class? Or the other way around. Why'd you take the seat off the bike? Yeah. While <laughs> that would be, yeah. you can't finesse your way around that yeah. one. Because I know, I know for a fact, there's no classes in Peloton that require you to remove the seat of the Peloton and replace it with a dildo. Yeah, there's very few classes that make you do that. Yeah, I would say they should invent that. What about the other way around? What if I came home and I have no shirt on, I'm on the Peloton, and like Julia is giving me its uh, hip-hop night on Peloton, and I just have a full boner. Like, would she be in the right to get mad at that? Uh, I'm sure guys have jerked off to Peloton instructors before. Yeah, well, guys have jerked off to everything that's ever happened. Just like being a guy, you just know, like... Sometimes even the way my coffee maker like sizzles a little bit, it lets off a little moan. I go, Are you looking at me? Yeah, I get sometimes when I hear my printer go off, I get a little horny. Mm. Just like the sound of that little <laughs> like the little ink cartridges. I think there should be topless Peloton instructors. And I'm not I'm not I'm not saying that like in a horny way. I'm just saying it would be a good business model for somebody. I'm not saying I would do those classes. We're just talking business. We're just talking business. My hands are clean. <laughs> We're talking business here. Yeah. I just think there's a market for that. I think there is too. There's always a market for titties. There's always a market for the sexual side of anything. Like there's normal if you the concept of beer, for example, you're just a drink, right? Like it's just a drink that you drink and it tastes good. Somewhere along the line, they're like, we can sexualize this to the point where the commercials back in like the 80s for Budweiser commercials were all about big t- There were just titties, titties. everywhere. Because just there's every side. You can always sexualize. There's not one product in the world that you can't sexualize. You know how Steve Jobs goes up there? Or RIP. He did go up there. He wasn't wearing work, his black t-shirt and his regular pants. And he was like showing everybody the new iPhone. Yeah. He should have just thrown like a big, like a bunch of big titted women up there. And that, like they would have, the product would have been so much better. And the Apple, everyone would have an iPhone yeah. of right now where everyone, I'd say most people have Android. Yeah. Well, some people just aren't as smart as us. So Do people actually have Androids? No. I was going to say, I don't know if I know anyone. If you have an Android, like you have definitely been convicted of a probably violent crime yeah. or something involving murder. Yeah. Like you've been around murder. Like maybe you haven't been the murderer, but the neighbor in the apartment next to you got killed or something. Yeah. There's no reason to have an Android. Nothing's better about Android. There's nothing better about an Android. I always wonder that because I think the only, the biggest thing for most people, I think, I think the iPhone has the biggest advantage. It's the fact that you can only have blue text messages and iMessage through the iPhone. Like, I think if you were, if you could text normally on Samsung phones, I think they would do so much better. Some of those cam, the cameras on some of the Samsungs are a lot better. Yeah, but I don't need to be taking, my priority is, 
priority is not taking pictures. You know what I mean? Like I'm not Pablo Picasso. I'm not outside taking pictures of like an orange tree. Yeah, that's true. Like they always said, like th- this phone right here, the one I have, it has three cameras. I don't have. I don't even take pictures. I don't even know which one you're taking pictures through. Yeah, I don't get that. That's what I don't get. One's for like portrait mode. One's for. Just like nature stuff, and the third one's for for dick pics. I think. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah, it's like the trifecta. It enlarge it it through contrast. It can make your penis look bigger. Makes the the tip of your penis uh, shinier. Yeah, you know, it would actually be really funny if you if you sent a dick pic and it was on portrait mode. So like you're st- like I don't know how whatever angle you want to use, but like it was blurry behind your dick. I think that'd be pretty funny. That would be. I feel like most girls would not like that. They'd be like, what? <laughs> <laughs> why is your di- why is his penis pic in portrait mode? Uh, can we name the episode? Why did you send me a dick pic in portrait mode? Yeah, because we'll uh, we'll have two episodes in a row with the word dick or penis. Oh, you know it. what? I was gonna talk. I was gonna say something about that. I feel like we have to go back to not being vulgar in our titles. Yeah, because I don't know. I don't really look at the numbers, but I feel like less people definitely talk about the episode or have it on when the title has the word penis in it. Yeah, that's true. That's just me. That's what I think. You're probably right. Yeah. Some people just can't handle the heat. Some people can't handle the truth. Yeah. So. You can't ha- I ordered the cold red. I don't know if you've ever seen that movie. What movie is it? It's called A Few, Few Good Men, and it's with uh, Tom Cruise. No. I don't really like Tom Cruise, because every time I see him in movies, he's always yelling, and I, I'm not a big fan of action movies where they're just yelling and explosions going off. It kind of like gives me anxiety. Yeah, but you're both... You're both Scientologists, right? Yeah. Well, I was until uh, they put something up my ass. <laughs> they actually pro- do do stuff like that. Yeah. I mean, I'm not surprised. Organized religion is all about fucking. Yeah, only thing cool about Scientology is it was a, it was a religion invented in like the six in like the fucking fifties. So <laughs> like that's pretty impressive to come up with a concept of religion before. Like, during the age of science. I just realized I didn't have my headset on the whole time. I need the headset. I know you don't like the You don't prefer it, but I need it. Like, I need to... I just find headsets uncomfortable, like, on my ears. It helps me not... Like, sometimes I I get, like, a little too calibrated, and I, I jump in. Like, I interrupt. Like everyone says I do, or I used to. I don't really... I don't really feel interrupted, Angelina Jolie... Went on a rider. I, Pretty Murphy. It helps you like understand what's going on. I don't know. I don't know how to ex- explain it. Maybe I'll try one, Epi. Yeah, you should try it. Um, we're go- hey, we're going to the new studios, the new Action Park Media Studios in what, like 10 days? Thanks to inflation. Thanks, Obama. Everything is so expensive. I shit you not. There was a hotel. Uh, sorry, a motel going for 300 bucks a night kind of near the studio. And I was like, what? What is going on? And then the place we usually stay is like... Through the fucking roof. Thanks, uh, who's the guy that likes James porn? Polk. What? Who's the politician that likes porn on Twitter by accident? Ted Cruz. Ted Cruz. I was Thanks gonna say Ted Tom Cruz. Cruz. I was like... <laughs> no, it's T- Tom Cruz's dad. Thanks, Ted Cruz, for the inflation. So, we might... We should just ask if we can sleep in a studio at this point, like... Big, uh, the big WS man said we, he, we can, he can hook us up with some sort of disky, so... Oh, FR? Yeah. FR, FR? Wait. Damn, for real, for real. Oh, for some Sorry. reason, no, I thought I you expect- said Jafar. When you, I thought you said Jafar, and I was thinking of the movie Aladdin. Where he, I watched the movie Aladdin the other day, and they said, "Why?" I went. I'm going through this phase where I get where I like I rip my pen and I watch cartoon like cartoon movies that I grew up watching just to see the. It's like some of it's kind of funny, and like you know, last episode I talked about how there was the racial undertones in. Well, there's not any, not even an undertone. It's blatant racism in the Aristocats. This one was so funny. So Aladdin, it takes place in fucking Egypt, 
or whatever. And they, the, both the actors are clearly the most white people of all time. Like, it sounds like they are, they're from Orange County. It's so funny. I, for, I forgot how, like, crazy Disney actually was. Maybe the war that's going on right now is kind of God being like, yo, white people, you, you need to chill. Because we... This is a um, white war. Yeah, well, white people aren't are still like not hot right now. Like white people are still on the back burner, as we should be. Yeah. But I feel like maybe after the war, it's like okay, ugh, I'm just gonna stop talking about the war because like not cool to joke about it. Cause people would DM me, call me fat because of the war. Yeah, if I make like a off color remark, people will get my DMs and call me like dude name like I don't know. Yeah, I don't know, man. It's Tuesdays. I told you my brain doesn't work on Tuesdays. We record on Tuesdays. I'm trying my best. But I think it's because I'm coming off a recovery day from the weekend, and everyone knows I prioritize the weekends over everything, which is the key to success. And then I'm in this phase where I'm between the recovery, but not in the getting fucked up phase. Yeah. So Wednesday is tomorrow. Wednesday's today for those of you listening. And the weekend starts on Wednesday. So you have that like weekend vibe like on the trending upwards. Yeah. And Tuesday, I'm just stuck. My body is just totally out of whack. Yeah. Today, I'll give you an example. Everyone knows I love pepper. I was putting pepper on my eggs, and the cat fell off, and a ton of pepper went on it. And I said, what the fuck? So I had to, like, take my hand and, like, like kind of get some off. Yeah. As I was doing that, I hit my coffee, and my coffee spilled on my eggs. So I had too much pepper and then coffee on my eggs. There's shit all over the fucking place, and I still ate it anyway. Yeah. That's Tuesday in my head. So Just I, an absolute I, coffee egg omelet of fuckery yeah it's just like i have shit all over the place on the weekend like there's socks stuck in the fucking couch there's t-shirts hanging from chairs it stinks in here like i just don't get what's going on so yeah that's kind of like the struggle because yeah tuesday is the weird day because you don't really know what you should be doing i don't know how to act yeah because monday and tuesday are my like recovery days i'll usually start i'll sip something on a wednesday or whatever but i'm also just so lazy bottoms up what is that a pinot Mm-hmm. How about that guy we went to uh, on Sunday, the live music guy? Can we just give a little shout out to him for being so goddamn brutal? Yeah. This guy, let me tell you, I want to know if people agree with me on this or not. So who's the singer that you said, Jason Mraz? The guy that goes, uh-huh, yeah, I saw my bike. I saw you next to my bike. It, he was a combination of Jason Mraz and Jack Johnson. <laughs> okay, so he has that stuff. For those of you that aren't watching this and listening to this, actually it has nothing to do with watching he has this style. So we go to this place. They usually have like good music, whatever. But on Sundays, they have live music. And I was like, shit, dude, I've been a little bit more open up to live music. I think it's cool. Like it can sound good sometimes. But this guy, every song was a different type of genre, but he would sing it the same way yeah. for two hours straight. I'll give you an example. He's like, I put on my shoes and then I saw your face. Bum, bum, bum. We were making pancakes in the morning. I saw the sun, and then I saw the moon. Like, little shit like that. Yeah. But then what? he would take some... He, but he would sing, like, yeah, he would, he would sing... He was singing, like, pretty, like, different songs, but they all sounded the same. And then they even said that they kind of, like, were like, you can play, like, whatever. You can play different music, kind of, like, asking him to play different music. And he was like, no, this just works for me. He said that's worked. That that's what works for him. Yeah. It, well, it doesn't work for all the 200 people here. I mean, that's, asshole. that's the guy. That, that's just someone that's going to be – He's that's as far as the music career is going to go. He has yeah. no aspirations. No. I, I'd, be, I'd be getting pretty ballsy with the songs I play. But even he would play, for example, he could play, like, a rap song, let's say 50 Cent in the club. He would be like, bottles in the club, 
the whole place is turning up and then strum his fucking guitar t- the same way and then that woman called me out because i was calling him out so i got a little drunk i'm not gonna lie to anyone yeah i got a little drunk and i'm like this guy sucks oh my god like this guy is terrible he's singing different genres of music but in the same voice on the same beat and the woman goes no he's not you just have to enjoy it and i go enjoy it I go, I've been enjoying it for two hours. Even our waitress agreed with us. Yeah. So I started talking shit. Weird, right? Like, I don't talk that much shit. And she said what you just said. She goes, yeah, we actually went up to him and was like, hey, like, you can kind of, like, switch it up. And he goes, nah, that's what works for me. This isn't about you, man. Like, I get it, dude. You have a fucking tattoo of a palm tree on your forearm, and you think you're Jason Mraz. And you have the same guitar beat every single song. This isn't about you. That's the problem with you. You're here for the service of others, you bitch. If you play in a restaurant, see, see, like, if you have a concert where people are buying tickets to go see you, then it's about you. But if you're playing at music at a restaurant where people are, like, eating breakfast, it's about them. Nobody asked you to be here. Yeah, like, no, like we're not going to get breakfast here to see you, to listen to you. I don't want you here. Yeah, I, and I don't even want you alive. I wish I had the balls to say something, man, because that was so ridiculous. The only, thing, the only thing is, like, when playing music for people is, like, the most, like, vulnerable thing you can do. So, literally, his biggest fear, probably, as a musician, and most musicians' biggest fear, is exactly what we just said, For the people are like, this guy fucking sucks. I feel like you're vulnerability gets canceled when the employees of the restaurant address what you're doing and say hey can you please like mix up the music and you say nah this is what works for me i think that's fair game now you're in fuck you territory buddy yeah that's one place you don't want to be yeah he sucked yeah he was he not very good sucked i hate him he was an asshole yeah and i saw your face Little James, he was playing James Bond. He was playing everything, but it was the same fucking thing, dude. Shut up, dude. We should have just told him to shut. Smash his guitar. Play something else. Play something from the strangers. It's your chance. Do your jam at the space jam. All right. (laughs) (laughs) Where where did that come from? I don't know, but yeah, that sucked, man. I'm not gonna name the place because I don't want to dox them. But I love the place. Just hated that guy. Yeah. If I see him again, knock him out, and I start. I start burying mimosas like I'm Steph Curry. I'm going to say something. Yeah. So. We were talking about this, I remember. But the restaurant industry is weird. Like, I wonder if the chefs, at some point, the sh- if being a chef, you lose your love for the job. If you Because, like, restaurants, I think restaurants should normalize, like, m- changing your menu a shit ton. Like, it, like, I think, like, every month, the menu should completely change. Keeps the, it keeps the chef fresh so he's not just doing the same thing because like after after a while you're just making the same shit over and over again like you how do you find a sense of purpose right (laughs) i don't know but people keep liking it you keep making it yeah but like for me if i was a chef this is just me personally if i was a chef i'd want to be like on my toes making new shit all the time because i would just be i'm just built to be i want to be the best at everything so i i I wish i just feel like i'd get too content with plant with just making the same thing all the time you know how you always say you want to watch the world burn yeah i think that you should maybe be a chef and you kind of dictate what's going on like you can say you know what today i'm gonna make everything half-ass i'm gonna leave out half the ingredients oh this needs flour in it gonna use sugar and just fuck everything up yeah (laughs) and like you can literally make people's experiences horrible yeah as a chef so you should maybe look into that for a couple days and just see if you can fuck shit up i just would create a a unique dining experience that the world's never seen before the chef is more the chef isn't someone behind a glass 
he's like personal. It's like it's like his restaurant. It's, I have an idea. He doesn't just work there. Like he chooses what thing. He even maybe he even comes out and meets you because see, like if I was a chef and I was just like not having a great day, and this person's omelet was almost cooked to completion, but it wasn't. It was still under, a little undercooked, and I didn't know who they were. I'd be like, all right, whatever, throw it on a plate. But if I knew who they were, because you're less like you're less likely to like fuck someone over if you've met them, sort of thing. I don't know. I just there's something about the profession of chef that absolutely boggles my mind. I have a really good idea. What if you had a restaurant where the guy making your food was in front of you, and you're kind of like sitting around the grill, and he is making your food, and he's talking to you and interacting with you, and then when he's done, you just reach out your plate or bowl, and he puts it right there. And maybe he does some tricks. Yeah, like I feel like that would be a really good idea that would be a good idea that'd be like a personalized experience and maybe maybe you could share it with others and yeah like you could have this big powwow with people like crowded around the grill like, like the grill's in the middle and everybody's yeah. sitting around yeah i think that would be an unreal idea i think it worked well for like a uh, asian cuisine too why is, why is that just the way that they, they they chop the knives around Ooh, yeah I think that's a completely original idea. Maybe the chef can like pick up a little piece of shrimp and throw it in your mouth. Yeah. Or like do this thing. This is complete. This might be a little too crazy, but do this like a little volcano thing where fire shoots out of these, (sighs) this little onion thing. Dude, how the hell did you think about it? Dude, this is genius. We should do that. Write this down. Write this shit down, dude. Jot that down. What is the, what's the difference between writing something down and jotting? Is I feel like jotting like you're, like you're in a little bit, like you're in more of a rush. I feel like jotting is for secretaries that have like big tits. Yeah. Oh, like that's a good point. (laughs) (laughs) Like they're just good at like going, like jot that down. Yeah. I feel like jotting is a quicker way to write where clarity isn't necessarily that important. Like you jot, like just jot jot that down. Just jot that down. Just jot it down. Just Just jot. jot. What's gist mean? Like you get the gist of something. Like if I, well, how do you spell gist? Because I tried to type it the other day. J-I-Z-Z-S-T. Gist. 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 The gist. Gist. I feel like those are words that aren't actual words. Gist. The gist of things. Just the gist of it. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, I don't know. If the kitchens are crazy. I want to fucking kill the people that work at DoorDash. I know that's like an open threat on a public forum, but I don't really mean it. But I really think that they're trying to fuck me over at this point borderline starting to think it's a racial thing you think so or it's something against my skin color or maybe it's against it's about my order history but my percentage of doordash orders that gets fucked up is about 40 percent. like straight up the other dude the other day i posted on my instagram the dude just straight up said like nah I'm not get, I'm not going there. And even the guy Ryan, the support guy, was like, "I'm I have to write this up." I've never even seen any DoorDash support guy say that. He goes, "I have to I'm going to formally like write a complaint on this guy." That's like, awesome. He, he straight up was like, "No." And I was waiting for like over an hour and a half. That's so crazy to me. And you know what? I would go I would go get it myself. I really would, but I'm drunk. Yeah. Do you want me to go drunk drive DoorDash? I just think it's the worst company. This podcast is not sponsored by DoorDash. They jack up the prices. They um they thrive off people's laziness and I just I really hope that the driver that fucked me over on Sunday gets very hurt. Yeah. Nothing life altering, but something very annoying, maybe falling down on pavement, like sprained ankle. Road rash. Yeah, high ankle sprain. Fuck him. So I just don't know what's going on, I, but I can't delete the app. It's like a love-hate relationship. It's like you're in an abusive relationship, but you just, they keep fucking you so good that you can't, yeah. you can't get away from them. It's like a BDSM relationship. Yeah, and it's like, in this case, junior bacon cheeseburgers are going in my mouth. And I'm like, I'm, I want to say like, fuck you, DoorDash, man. Like, I'm, I'll be better off alone. But at the end of the day, I just want that 
JBC yeah. delivered right to my mouth. It kind of mirrors like a, like a heroin addiction a little bit. Like you know you shouldn't be doing this as much as you, you know you shouldn't be doing this as much as you are. But the the yeah. high feels so good when that when when the food gets there and you're you're only gonna, you didn't have to leave your apartment. That's a, like that's the best that's, thing. Ever. That's love. Yeah, that's love. But also the downfall is the fact that it's egregiously expensive. Like uh, I I love how the apps if you back out of your cart you'll get a notification in like five minutes saying hey i think you forgot to order something no you're just charging me eight small cart fees and i said fuck this up the ass yeah like i got a sandwich from jersey mike's one time i was like 49 dollars. i was like for what yeah and now uh we're probably gonna see it with these types of apps but ubers there's a uh a fuel charge because of the inflation come on yeah come on Maybe that's why the guy that works here, whenever I uh, I go down to the office, like, because my fob wasn't working, he, like, gives me this, like, smirk, and I was like, this guy want to fuck me? <laughs> like, what? Is he like, what's going on? Maybe it's because he hears what's going on up here. It's a lot of ladies moaning. Yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, fuck. Anyway, so what's going on, Pete Davidson? <laughs> oh, my God, Pete Davidson and Kanye are texting. Oh. Um, you see those new document, the new documentary about um, those extreme mountain hikers? No. Like I was re- I was watching this documentary about uh, these people that climb mountains, and I'm I'm just like very skeptical. I don't know who's funding them. How are they able to take six months off work to climb a mountain? Why? And they definitely are fucking you on think that so? mountain. Yeah, dude, for sure. I bet you they are sucking and fucking on Wait, Mount Everest. Oh, it's Mount Everest. Yeah, for sure, dude. You gotta be su- you gotta be so bored with your life to think that like the next move is to try to climb Mount Everest. But it's like a different culture though. That's the weird thing about it. It's like mountain climbers are like not real people. They are, but it's like a di- it's like they're basically to us, to people like us, like you don't even get it. You're an idiot. You'll never get it. Yeah. And we're telling them, no, you're the idiot. Yeah. There's no reason to spend three months risking your life climbing this mountain. And then it hit me. If it's not about the money, no one's paying you to climb this mountain. Because no one cares. No one gives a fuck. No one's paying you to climb this mountain. Then it hit me. What is the incentive? And don't tell me it's hard work or I had to prove to myself. They're all fucking up there. They're fucking? Yep. They're fucking with icicles. It's getting weird. Like it's getting weird up there. You could get pretty creative with icicles. But here, <laughs> this is, yeah. So here's my thing. Make that it, icicle melt in my pussy. Yeah. I want that. <laughs> I wonder what that would feel like. Well, I don't know what a pussy feels like. I've never found a woman's touch, so. Yeah, me um, That would be, see, that would be a hiking I could actually get into. If there, if there was, if hiking was, if fucking was, a, was embedded into the, into the culture of hiking, then I could see the purpose in it. But I've tried to like hiking so much. I really have. Like, I do like nice views, but views are not worth... The juice is not worth the squeeze, if you will. Yeah. Like, I went to the Red Rocks in Sedona a month ago. It was nice looking, but no we hiked for fucking, like, eight hours. And I didn't... <laughs> yeah, and also, they, yeah. And it was just... I was just like, what am I doing this for? Like my feet hurt. Yeah, my feet hurt. And the thrill of a nice view, it's cool for four seconds. <laughs> And I'm not wearing those stupid ass EMS boots that everybody wears too. I climbed this one of the, I think of the third highest mountain in New Hampshire in Rezigs. And that was the proudest I've ever been on myself. Cause I was like, everybody was like, you, you shouldn't do that. Cause those, first of all, Rezigs alone are bad for your ankles. Mm-hmm. But they're like, you should be wearing like padded boots or the, like those EMS ones that people at Nature Valley bars wear. And I said, fuck, I'd say fuck you. And I wore them and I, 
absolutely shut the haters up. Yeah, I just don't get the extreme one, though. It's all these people at the base of the mountain, and then when I saw they all have tents, what's going on in those tents for that long? The only you, can, pro- <sighs> you can only have so much fun in a tent without it being sexual. The only problem is, and I, I, and I, I see what you're saying, and I agree with what you're saying. The only issue is if you're climbing mountains in colder climates, it's scientifically proven that it'll be harder to maintain an erection. So maybe that's the challenge. Is that the real challenge of Everest is fucking at the top? I think it is. Then I could see the merit. I think it is. Like, you want to go get a boner at the highest point in the world. Instead of sticking a flag at the top of the mountain, you lay down on your back and your erection is the flag. That's how you really prove it. If you don't take a picture of your penis at the top of Mount Everest, what the fuck did you just climb it for? If you took a dick pic and sent it to a girl while you're on at Mount Everest, she'd be like, this guy is literally willing to go the extra miles for me. That would be, there would be no way she would shut you down. Yeah, but then you can't do it in portrait mode, though, because you need that backdrop. Yeah, the backdrop's everything. And you get it blown up and put in your house. The only issue is the mountains are so big, by comparison, it'll make your penis look so yeah, small. So you really got to uh, make sure, it's all about the angles, about obviously. The angles at that point. Yeah. yeah you got, it's all about the angles. And you got to do, like, the, the rule of thirds. Do you know what the rule of thirds is? Is where no. the subject in the image is more towards the right or left, as opposed to the directly in the middle. So it's like an equation type thing? Yeah, so you, you, so you, you split any image up into thirds, and essentially you want the main subject of the image to be on the right side or the left side. Okay. It's better for to show uh, nature in that way. And your balls. And the balls. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah. What if you were the parent of a mountain climber? And you're just like, dude, I have to say this, though. The guy, Alex Honnold or whatever, he climbs with no rope. Oh, That's this fucking is, badass. What's, there's a, it starts with an A or some shit like that. Isn't there a documentary on him or yeah, something? Yeah, but he free climbs. The Alpinist? Alpinist? The, the Alp... Alpin... 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 Alpina Alopecia? We're at the bar... <laughs> We were at the bar the other day, and they go, we can make any drink. And I, and I said, oh, really? Make me a pina colada. They go, well, not that. I was like, well, don't say anything then. You make me any drink? Okay, uh, make you a piss vodka. I also dropped my sunglasses, these ones that I'm wearing, in the urinal at the bar. I just cleaned up with anti-piss infectant, but I was, like, so rattled. I couldn't wear them the rest of the day. I had to put them in my pocket. <sighs> pee all over them. Pee glasses. I'm not a big fan of pee. Anyway. Prescription glasses. Like, there's the people that like that. He climbs with no rope, and statistically, he's gonna die. I hate to say it, but he's gonna die because he's in the mount. He's in the mountain climber community where like you don't stop. You don't ever stop climbing. And you're when you're climbing with no rope, it's it's pretty incredible the things he does. Though I have to give it to him. It's unfucking believable. Have you watched the doc? No, I haven't. I've heard it's oh sick. My God, though. Someone, dude. I think my someone was telling me about it. That one is so sick. Like I think the Everest people, they're using ropes and shit. That's pussy shit. <laughs> this guy. This guy climbs with no rope, no nothing, just a bag of chalk, and, like, and he climbs up this mountain. That's hardcore. It gives me sweaty palms and sweaty feet watching a documentary. And unfortunately, I was thinking, like, this guy's parents have to be pissed off because they know that their son is just going to do this until he falls. Yeah. And I'm not trying to play or hate on Alex Honnold. I, th- I think his name's Alex Honnold. I think he's a total fucking it's gangster as hell. He's so yeah. talented, dude. It's unbelievable talent and, like, athleticism. And just, like, the will to, like, you got to have... You gotta but, have a lot of stones to yeah. just like look death in the he's face. He's gotta have a huge dick. I he's got to. He's got to. But like as a as a parent though, it has to be your worst fear. Like you know, as a parent, your worst fear is like your kid dying, um, them eating too much before dinner so they get full before dinner is even made, and then like getting kidnapped. You're gonna ruin your appetite. 
that was like my mom's biggest fear as a kid. Like, I don't even think if somehow there was a cartel in New York and they took me, I think it would make my mom more fearful if I ate fruit roll-ups before dinner. I never really understood why that would, why that was such a big deal. Like, because they're slaving away at, at like making mashed potatoes from scratch, making is, chicken cordon bleu. Ooh, that's a great meal. You ever? I haven't had it in oh. in, 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 uh, in ages. Oh my god! What? A, who was stoned enough to say, "Let's take a chicken breast, open that fucker up, put cheese and ham in it, and then bake it"? That sounds like something that a person that was very stoned would make. That sounds like someone that has love handles like I have. Like my love handles, dude. Pretty much anybody at any any given moment can grab onto my love handles and penetrate my butt because they're that sturdy. That's why they call them love handles. Yeah, because when you're making love, you grab onto them. Grab onto them. Yeah, look it up. Like you're rock climbing. Priest told me that. What a crazy name. Yeah, I just can't get away. That stubborn fat. Like I love commercials that are like, oh, this this fucking. (laughs) Are you tired? Can you cannot? Are you tired of not being gay? Or that uh, it was that lower belly fat. Lower, yeah, lower, lower. Um, I don't even remember what I was saying before that. Something about love handies. Oh, oh yeah. I'm saying the guy that made Chicken Quarter on Blue had to have the craziest love handles like in the world. I think in a general rule of thumb, a chef should be fat. Yeah. He should be trying. A good chef should be eating so much food because you want to be able to. At, at the dream, I think, of being a chef, like a top chef, would be able to create your own meals. So you should be nonstop like. Like how athletes are in the gym all the time. You should be in the kitchen all the time just eating shit. I feel like they are. I feel like if you're a chef and you don't have a butcher's knife tattoo, like, are you even a chef? I think that's so hardcore. That's the coolest shit ever. That's, like, worth being a chef for. I saw a chef that had a butcher's knife tattoo from his earlobe, like, in that back part of your neck. I said, that's fucking hardcore. I might get one of those. That's unreal. Yeah, so I was like, anyway, chicken corn on blue. What's the other thing I said before that that was really good? I was, like, trying to figure out. I don't know. It's just a breed of people like the people that thought, yo, let's put yogurt, but then also let's put separately in the package uh, granola. Yeah. So people can open it up and put the granola in the yogurt. Those type of people that came up with that shit, dude, unbelievable. And like the science behind putting the fruit at the bottom instead of the top. Mm. Getting top. Nice. (sighs) Hold the cock. Oh, I just saw that because it said Hancock on the TV. (laughs) That movie sucked. I, I, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I saw it in theaters for some reason. Uh, you were Ugh. talking about the three things. Oh, that like parents must be afraid of. Yeah. Your kid dying. Your Which kid I don't really understand. Getting full before dinner. I think I would be pretty mad if my kid died. Like, but, like they say, but like they say the biggest fear for a parent is outliving their kids. But like I want to outlive everybody. I mean, imagine you're the mom. Like you just pushed this kid out of your coochie and now it's all like... Especially if it died in a way like that. No, not like that. I mean, like no, no. I'm my like, body. like rock climbing. Oh, oh, yeah. yeah. I'm like, like proving your like point. You don't have to rock climb. Yeah, like, like he is a rock climber, and you can't. It's like being a meth head. We talked about this it's about heroin addiction. You can't get out of the lifestyle. Like, there's no. He won't ever just be like, Nah, bro, I'm done climbing mountains. He's not. It's it's gonna end when he falls. And I'm sorry, I don't. I hope he proves me wrong. I really do. But like statistically, that's what's going to happen. Because he's always sitting the bar. The bar is always going to be more high and more high and more high. And eventually yep. there's going to be a thing like it's kind of how do you remember when Travis Pastrana? This guy's done everything. He's getting so bored. He drove a dirt bike out of a helicopter. Like, like there's no reason to do that. Yeah. Like you're run. You're clearly just looking. You're just trying to find the next adrenaline. It's just a crazy lifestyle Rush. that involves death yeah like there's i bet you that guy can't even jerk off without choking himself (laughs) erotic asphyxiation is how i want to go out i don't know why speaking of that i bob saget's family came out 
and said like we want his shit to remain, remain pri- private and me being like an, a relatively like common sense person i was like okay that makes sense but then i read the comments and there was one guy that is convinced that it was erotic asphyxiation and he died like that. Why are you so sure, Mr. Well, they said that the there internet? was no visible. They said that there was no, in the initial report, there was no visible, like, harm to him or whatever. But then the guy was saying, like, oh, well, he could have had, like, a belt around his neck and, like, not been gory or bloody, but he was jerking off. I think that's a personal issue that that guy on the internet has. Yeah. But I, in my head, I was just like, why are we even, when I saw that, I just backed out of it. I go, why are we even concerned about this? RIP to a legend. But I just, yeah. why do you feel entitled that you should know what happened to him? I think that's the craziest shit ever. Yeah. Also, I feel like it would be, if, say, they found someone completely naked, did they release that information, or is that just you between... Um. Uh, they might i don't know it's just tough that's probably the shittiest part about being famous is that when you die like everyone wants to know exactly how and i feel like that's a matter that should be kept private yeah it's a little weird why do you care how why are people gonna care one day that how i die i don't know hopefully no one hopefully no one cares when i die (laughs) the dream the dream is to have no one care when you die well i already said what i want to happen i want my body to be sculpted into a pretzel and covered in chocolate and then open casket wake so everybody at that wake is just looking at a gigantic chocolate-covered pretzel, but it's my body, and feel free to have a bite. Yeah. Take a bite out of me. Take a bite. One last pe- well, one last piece of you. Yeah. Have it live in. Feel, <laughs> feel free to have a glass of milk. Yep. I can't wait to see the new studio. Yeah, it's going to be sick. Yeah, it's going to be fucking dope, dude. I got a picture with the, with the poster on the wall. Oh, with our, our thing on the wall. Sometimes I forget that we have a poster of ourselves on the wall in that studio because I haven't been there yet. Yeah. Shout out to APM, bro. What are you looking at? I don't know. I, got, I just get so distracted. I'm like a nine-year-old. It's so cold in here. Usually I do this wearing like a hoodie or something. We didn't even get interrupted on the lunch break. Kind of, we almost, almost to the point where I want to be like, all right, how long is your lunch break? Is this why it's taking eight weeks? Like, wh- how, how long is your lunch break supposed to be? I forget. I don't know what they're doing. I don't know. In the corporate world, you get like 20 minutes to scarf down food. But in this construction world, I don't really know. I feel like you should get at least an hour. Yeah, maybe. Because it's hard work. If you're actually the ones doing the work. You see the guy in the jackhammer? He's doing the jackhammer and it just rattles his body for like 45 minutes straight. And that sick son of a bitch out there doesn't even have the headphones on that cancel the noise. Jesus He's just bawling through it. He's just going in raw. He's just raw dogging the jackhammer. the fuck out of it. That's fucking gangster. Yeah, I found out why the pool's fucked up. They said that they used a, a plasticky material or whatever, and it was supposed to last 20 years, and it only lasted eight. So whoever did the initial pool job was a cheap fuck. Yikes. And now they're putting in Pebble Tech. And the guy's like, you know, talk to me like for, for 45 minutes about Pebble Tech and how it'll last forever. I'm like, oh, that's cool, man. I'm just here because my fob won't work. <laughs> Pebble Tech. A little Pebby techie. What's the difference between it? Pebble little, is just small rock. Of, I don't know. I don't know. I feel like pebbles are just rocks you walk on. Uh, it's more petite rock. I oh, li- I think they're bad. I used to live on a street called Pebble Brook Road. It was the whitest name of all time. Pebble Brook. Pebble Brook yeah. Road. And then the, there was a street that went off it called Cottontail Lane. Ooh, I don't know about that one. <laughs> What's a cottontail? It's a rabbit. I never even saw a rabbit. Cottontail there. rabbit. Is that like what Bugs Bunny was? I don't know what Bugs Bunny was, but... I think Bugs Bunny... Yeah, I don't know, actually. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, go to wjpodcast.com. We have some random... Whenever we have merch drops, everything's gone. It sells out entirely. It's never coming back. But we do have a little, like, a little bit of reserve stuff just for mistakes. 
if our factory guy fucks something up, there's always a little bit of reserve, and uh, we put some stuff on there for you guys. If you're on the Patreon, you know the discount code. We gave a heavy discount on Patreon for a video episode every week. Patreon.com slash Wet Genius Podcast. We appreciate the support. And uh, yeah, man, I hope everyone has a fantabulous day. What, wait, before we go, what's the what's the reserves like for the Army? What, what exactly? Are they just like the healthy scratches? That, yeah. that they are? Yeah, it's just like the fatter guys. <laughs> I really don't know. Because I know we have so many, we have so many of those. I guess you just get, I think it's just in times of war, if they really need you, they send you out. Yeah, it's just like when you sign up for the army and they look at you and they're like, you are a fat piece of bacon, but we'll put you on the reserves just in case we need more bodies out there. Like for the front lines. I feel like that can't be true. Pretty sure about that. I hope we get a, we have a draft here in this country. Yeah, I'll duck out of that real quick. We're in the, I think entertainment business, we can go. People, Uh, I think we're, I think we're, we're, yeah, they'll be like, oh, we need you, we need you here making, making podcasts yeah we need the entertainment factor yeah um, i actually have bunions on my toes so i don't think i can even fit in an army boot <laughs> i thought bunions were things that like 74 year old women get after they play shuffleboard look at my look at my toe see that thing see how it sticks out like that is it like cartilage bunion i don't even i don't know what it is the paul bunion though and <laughs> i know for a fact that those troop boots are skinny and i have a club foot it's wide what if, what if they gave you your boots and they were all uncomfortable and you go, Mr. Lieutenant, the, these ones aren't, these ones are too narrow. Now, can I have some boots that fit my orthotics? <laughs> can I get some, <laughs> are you guys have custom Dr. Scholl's here? They're going to be like, uh, buddy, you're going to the front lines of Syria. You're going to be dead in 48 hours. Don't yeah. worry about it. Yeah, you, don't worry about your Dr. Scholl's. I have bunions. Dr. Scholl's is a woman. I want to put funions on my toes and be like, oh, I have funions. And then they, I take off my sock and I show the lieutenant and there's a bunch of funions on each toe. And they just all start laughing. They're like, this yeah. fucking guy. And then they shoot me in the head. Yeah. And then they throw you in a ditch. <laughs> <laughs> all, all right, right everybody. Everybody. Uh, Happy St. Patrick's Day, man. When is that? Thursday. Everybody in Chicago, make sure you take pictures of your stupid Green River. Stupid I'm just kidding. It's fucks. actually pretty cool. I remember when I lived in Chicago, they did that. I was like, oh, this is cool. Eh. Take pictures of your fucking green bagels. Yeah, and your, and your fucking green beers. Your stupid fuck you. Bitch. Uh, have a great day. Have a great weekend. Have a great month. Have a great year. Have a great life. This is our last episode. Thanks for listening. Rate the show. Rate the show. Last episode. It's been real. Rate the show, though, because, I don't know, because we get paid severance based on the ratings. Comcast Business, the network that powers more businesses than any other provider. Find out how to get a $500 prepaid card with a qualifying gig bundle. Call or go online today to learn more. Prepaid card offerings 11-13-2022. Restrictions apply. Call for details.